This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com code odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Welcome back to the Katie and Company podcast. This week on the show, Kane Brown hung out with us all week long, and I was so excited to get to sit down with him and talk about this upcoming record. We talked about, you know, the way this is going to sound, his new pop single, Grand, getting to write with Mike Posner, which is so cool, his serial, his duet with his wife, his duet with Blake Shelton, so many, so many great things. And I'm really, from what I've heard of this new record from Kane, Different Man, it is going to to be amazing. So please enjoy my conversation with Kane Brown. It's really good to see you. How have you been? How are things at the Brown household? Now two baby girls. Yeah, uh, they're great. Cody's starting to smile when she sees me. So that's cool. And then Kingsley's always daddy, daddy, daddy. She's kind of <laughs> getting jealous. If I have Cody, she's got to be right on top of me. So. I have to tell you that I think that video of you and her playing in the sink probably melted the iciest hearts in America. Like that no, was so The cute. smallest things make her laugh. I know, right? I'm sure she's at that ga- age where she's just like giggling all the time. Oh yeah. Anything I do, I was jump. I was doing, I, I look, I wish there was a camera to show how dumb I look in the house. <laughs> all the time. Trying to make her laugh. Yeah. <laughs> That's so much fun. Well, congratulations on Like I Love Country Music rising up the charts. We were just talking back there. I can't believe like this is incredible. It's your fastest rising single. Thank you. Yeah, That's yeah. got to feel so good. It does. I was uh, a little nervous at first and then because you never know. Yeah. And um, even when people tell you like they want the song or whatever. And it was just exciting to see it actually happening. For sure. Your eighth number one. How's that feel to say or think about? It feels good. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm to the point now, I just, I want to keep doing shows and, and, you know, I love radio. So it definitely, definitely helps. You know, it's so funny. I was thinking about how, and I think I said this to you, I've said this to you before, but I remember one of the first times I interviewed you, this is probably like six years ago in New York. And I remember asking you like, what was on your bucket list? And you're like, I just want one number one song on yeah. country radio. And it's just been so cool to like see your journey and you turn, in, turn into this superstar. And Thank I you. just, congratulations. It's really exciting. But talk to me about the day that you guys wrote, like, I love country music. Did you know that you wanted this like big, loud in your face song or did it like, how did it start out and how did it end up? Yeah, it was, so it's funny because we wrote it and we were super hyped on it. And then, um, so Dan Huff's my producer and everybody mm-hmm. knows he's amazing. He's a legend. So we took it to Dan and it, and we didn't, we ended up not being in love with the song. But it wasn't because of the song. It was just the production. It wasn't there. So we ended up putting it in our pocket and completely forgetting about the song. Oh, yeah. This is a couple years old, isn't it? Yeah. It was like. I think I wrote it in 2018. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Yeah, or 2019. And then um, I remember I was on my bus at one of my shows, and I was just we were working on the album. So I was just going through 
like my Dropbox of music, and it came the demo version of the first time we wrote it came up and my head just started bobbing and i was like why did we not listen to this and i was like oh yeah we mastered it so i went and listened to the mastered version and i was like that's why the production's not right so i went back to dan and told dan what i wanted and uh when he delivered it the second time i was like money like, this is it. <laughs> yeah. that's so funny i always like i love the journey of like lives of songs in nashville like just hearing like that one like you you know what i mean like if you hadn't been looking for that or hadn't listened to it again like you may have forgot that it existed like i can only imagine yeah. what is sitting in your dropbox <laughs> that like people or, would die to hear yeah or phones yeah you know there's a lot of, I've, I've went through like four phones since then so a lot of songs that i completely forgot that are still on those phones i have no idea where they're at Oh my God, that's crazy. Um, that's all that yeah. makes me sad, Kane. Don't tell me yeah. that there's like lost Kane Brown songs out there we won't hear. For you, when you have an idea, is that where you put it first? Is like in your phone, like you'll make a note for something and save it for a write? Well, no, like the they'll send it over. And mm -hmm. so I don't ever save them. They're just in my text messages. Oh God. So I'll just... I don't, it's weird to, I don't want to describe how, yeah, but yeah. they're just in my text messages. Yeah, no, for sure. And then... Um, the music video for this turned out so much fun. Did you have a good time like doing the line dancing and stuff with all the dancers? Uh, I did. Luckily, I didn't have to be in there long for that. Um, so I actually got a break <laughs> while they were dancing and everything. But I will say it was it was long and my feet were killing me. Were they? Oh, yeah. I saw at the end, I don't, and maybe I read this wrong, but did Kate help with the styling on that? Like I saw her name in the credits, your wife. Uh, she just said it looked good. Oh, she did. I was gonna say because it said like talent stylist, and Kate's name was listed as Kate Brown, I and I was like, that. oh, I was like, does she? I wondered if she helped out a lot of times, like with like outfits and stuff for you. I feel like that would be something that she's really good at. No, nah, she uh, she tells me if she likes it. Um, Kingsley should have got some credit for that. Really. <laughs> Bringing me my belts and everything. And yeah, Aww, she did a lot. That's so sweet. It's got to be so fun to like have her like be able to like help you do stuff now and like really be able to interact yeah. after being she so little. She even my pants. Uh, not she thinking did? About it. Yeah, I was <laughs> so nervous because she had a needle at the back of my leg. Oh my gosh, that's so. so funny. And that's so cute. And then you've also been teasing this new song, Grand. Tell me about this song. Um, So I'm really excited about Grand because we're... Uh, I wouldn't say we're pushing the envelope anymore, but we've always been kind of nervous to mm -hmm. release pop stuff. And we've always kind of made it seem sound like a little country. Um, and the pop world's even said that. Like, a lot of them wouldn't play it because they're like, he still has his country twang in his voice, which mm -hmm. I just can't get rid of. I'm from Georgia, whatever. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so we just, you know, I wrote this song with uh, my buddy Cam and Mike Posner, and I was in, like, a kind of a dark place. Um, and it was basically during the COVID and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. I just felt like I didn't know what I was doing anymore. Um, and then I just found light in, in my family, you know, hanging out with my kids and then realizing like, Kane, you're an artist, like you have a great job and you just get to have fun, so stop being scared. Mm -hmm. And so we wrote this song and it's just talking about how my life's grand. And uh, it's it's just a fun song that I think when everybody hears it, they're just gonna be bumping it that's awesome Hopefully, the previews that i've crossed. seen so far on like instagram and tiktok it sounds like such a cool song but i think that that's a sentiment that so many people can relate to like everyone went through that during the pandemic yeah. like no matter how good or bad your life was you kind of have this moment where you're like what is my purpose anymore yeah, because like especially for you like not being able to do any part of your job really mm -hmm. which yeah, is so torn, crazy it was all about jumping on tiktok and doing all this i'm like i don't i don't want to do that i know and how was writing with mike posner it was awesome. Mike's, he's so sweet. And uh, 
talented and um hopefully we get to do something else but just a very nice and genuine guy like when he's in the room you just feel like there's sunshine in there oh that's so awesome (laughs) (laughs) that's really good to know and then you have kind of casually been tweeting about the new album the title track of different man features Mm -hmm. blake shelton yeah talk about how this came about uh so i brag about myself not a lot at all. And I, <laughs> I was, was gonna, just going to say, I was like, where are you going? You definitely <laughs> don't. About, about the uh, A&R position. I feel like I'm a really good A&R. Yeah. Uh, so when I heard the song, I, well, I listened to it a couple of times. The first person that popped in my head was Blake Shelton, mm-hmm. just because he has God's Country. Um, and then what's the song he's got right now? Uh, uh, I Want to Come Back a Country Boy? Yes. Um, it's kind of got like that little rock feel. Mm-hmm. So I feel I, Similar vibe. Yeah. So when I sent it to him, uh, immediately got back to him and said he loved the song. And then... I was just crossing my fingers to see if he was going to cut it. Yeah. He did. And you, have you got Appreciate to talk to him about it? Um, not the finished version, but no. um, yeah, I'm, just, I'm super excited that he's on there. That's awesome. That's like an idol type thing. You know what I mean? Like you yeah, look up no. to Blake Shelton, you and I grew up listening to Blake yeah, Shelton yeah. and now I mean, to have I a song with him. I cover him at my shows. So yeah. It's, it's, I'm excited for him to be on there. What else can you share about what this next album looks like and sounds like for you? Um, I'm really excited. I think this is the best album I've came out with so far. Um, I'm definitely finding my, I still haven't found myself completely, but I'm definitely finding, um, how I want myself to sound in the future. Um, and I think that, uh, I mean, I like every song on the album. I can't say that about, you know, some of my last ones. We just, really? <laughs> I won't, you know, call them out. Yeah. But, uh, but I like every song on this one. I think there's only, um, three that i don't think would be singles mm-hmm. but there's 17 songs on there so 17 songs that's mm-hmm. awesome you could almost done a double there yeah so <laughs> that's really cool and it's cool to hear you talk about you know finding your confidence as an artist like because i feel like i can see that in you in the last couple of years like a shift and when you talk about you know not totally being there yet and being aware of that i think that's really mm-hmm. cool and like knowing that you can like push the envelope a little bit like i feel like you're in a good place yeah, I mean, I, it's it's crazy because um, even with stage, um, like just in the last two months or three months, I feel like I found where I want to be on stage, and I'm still going to keep pushing that. But definitely, music wise, I know kind of where my sound's starting to go. And I'm yeah. excited about it instead That's- of always trying to find it. Exactly. That's awesome. I feel like, you know, you hear artists talk about that moment in their career and there's always like a a little bit of a shift and you can like tell. And I I see that in that in that in you right now. And I also I wanted to ask you about Kane Crunch because you just came out with your own cereal recently. Talk about why you wanted to do that. Um, Well, I've been trying to help charities as much as possible, um, especially like Boys and Girls Club and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, So when they talk told me about the cereal opportunity. Uh, the guy that did it before, I'm a huge Georgia fan, it was Nick Chubb, which was our running back. So I thought that was awesome. And then I'm, I'm a huge uh, like superhero guy. Um, so it's the, they were like, it's the superhero edition. Um, they were like, it's going to be like a Batman cover type thing. Uh, so that was awesome. And I'm just a huge cereal lover. Do you remember like anybody that you looked at on a box of cereal when you were a kid and you're like, I want to be on a box of cereal someday? Or like, do, do you remember like what cereal? I mean, I think the only person I remember is like Tony the Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the only one I can think of too. But, you know, I'm sure like Jordan was on cereal when we were kids and stuff too. Yeah. Like somebody always had their face on it. So that's so cool. And then, so you've got your cereal. Kate's got her wine that she does. Mm. What else do you feel like you guys, like what are some goals that you have? Like other things that you want to like dabble in eventually? Like I feel like 
a clothing line has got to be in the works for you at some point, right? Yeah. I mean, I kind of did like a small clothing line of the family stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was doing good. But we were selling it at my Like shows. you have great merch. Like your merch looks like really designed clothes. Yeah. Well, that's what it, it was all by a designer. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I think I think uh, this, mine and her, I think our DeWitt will definitely open doors for stuff. Oh, yeah. I forgot that's coming on the yeah. album. Is she, the last time we talked to you, you were saying she's a little bit nervous about like having to perform that song. Is she feeling like a little more comfortable with it now? No, she's still terrified. And it's funny because everybody we've showed it to, they've been talking it up so much. Like, really? After they hear it. And so they're like, what are you going to do? Like, what do you, when are you, whenever you got to sing this on an award show and it, she just stops in her tracks. She's like, <laughs> I'm not doing that. She's like, I just thought this would be some like little cute thing that I would, we would just get to put on the album and I would just get to sit at home, you know? No, nope, you're going to have to bring her out for it. Have to come <laughs> sing. So I think she'll warm up. I don't know, but I don't know if she'll ever, her anxiety is so bad. I don't know if she'll ever get on stage like at a ACM or CMAs if it got to that, but I feel like you could get her there. I don't know. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Though. We'll see. Well, there was one more thing I wanted to ask you about before I let you go. The Michael Ray posted about how he was in a bit of a golfing accident. Yeah, and according to the internet, you were there. Yeah. He got hit in the butt. Yeah. What happened? Um, so I was about 50 feet away from him and I uh, was waiting for him to hit his shot. Mm-hmm. And all we hear is four. And you just hear like, he had like these kind of shorts on uh-huh. four and it's like and it was a drive it, was, it wasn't like it was just like a, yeah. a chip it was dude was driving oh my and so god it hit him he played it cool luckily jake owen walked away like five seconds before dude hit it or because he was in the spot so it would have smacked him oh my god um, not saying you know Mike, michael took a golf ball <laughs> uh, but um yeah, it just it was crazy because it just kept getting worse. It just kept getting worse and worse and worse. And so the next day he texted me. Did like, he like fall over? Like I imagine no, that had to like hurt so bad. He took it like a champ, but he was hurting. You could see it. I know. When he posted that picture, I was like, oh my God. And then I wondered if it was from the day that you guys were all playing. Yeah. But that's scary. Yeah. I mean, it's like a 1% chance you get hit with a golf ball. I know. But also like, thank God it was just like, you know, not thank God I got hit in the butt. But like also if you get hit in the, oh, if you yeah. got hit in the head or something, well, like you were just saying the Jake move. off a drive. He would have he, yeah, been in the hospital. Who won the game? Oh, Jake. I mean, Jake, Jake was going D1. I beat Michael, though. But yeah, my, I that's mean, exciting. Michael would be like, yeah. Have you been golfing a lot? Are you good? No, I've got. Uh, I've just golfed for my 15th time. You did? Yeah. I just started taking lessons, or nice. like, and I've been playing a little bit. Do you like it? Like, are you finding it like a way to enjoy it? Because I used to feel like I'd be like, oh, that's like such a boring thing to do. I don't know why anybody would want to do that. Yeah. I, no, I was the same way. It's very fun. It's, it's really it's fun. It's very relaxing. Yeah. Especially if you go to a good course. That mm-hmm. I got a funny story about that day actually. We were what? we were at the the gorge, right? Watershed. Uh-huh. Um so I just got new clubs fitted for me and I wanted to go golfing, which I knew Jake was a good golfer. Yeah. I didn't know if Michael golfed, but I invited him. So we went out, found a golf course eight miles away, and I set it up. So Michael gets in the car and he's got shorts and a t shirt on. Oh no. A regular t shirt. <laughs> I know where this is going. First thing Jake said, Jake was like, Have you ever been to a golf course? He's like, Yeah, no, I'm gonna buy stuff there. And we're like, all right. So we pull up, and it's like a bar on a golf course. It's the clubhouse. <laughs> and I've been, I've been very spoiled with the golf courses I've been to. But every course I've been to in Nashville is at least has like a clubhouse you can run yeah, into, like exactly. a pro shop and grab this stuff. This was a, I mean, good for them. It was a wife and a husband. <laughs> Just was, mom and pop shop, a bar, but it was like a farm that they put holes at. 
Oh, and we go. My we God. show up, and there's a dude in flip flops and no shirt on. First thing Jake says is, "I think you're all right, Michael." <laughs> <laughs> Because Jake's always got the best golf clothes. Oh, dude, like. Jake looked like a creative yeah. golfer. Like, we're straight off a video game when he came out. It was crazy. Oh, my God. That's so funny. And then you guys get out there. I'm sure that you guys were probably, like, the last people they expected to pull up and play golf on their course, too. Like, yeah. they had to be so excited. No, they didn't know us. They didn't? No. I'm uh, sure now they're probably, like, there's somebody in their family is like, do you realize who that was that no, was there? the people that were there, like, golfing, they knew yeah. us. Because, actually, the guy that hit Michael, he, came, he drove up to us and was like, you could hear the panic in his voice. He's like, I'm so sorry, dude. He's like, I got to give you a beer. So he gave Michael a beer. Oh, my God. And they're driving off, and they're like, see you tonight. <laughs> <laughs> they're coming to Watershed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That's absolutely incredible. Thank you for sharing that story. Yeah. And congratulations on the release of the new, or the, uh, the announce of the new album. We're Thank so you. excited for you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates Father's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 